Go on. One, two, hello, here it is. And here I am, and just to say how much I really do. And then, going where? I do not know. Who are you? <laughs> He's got his face on. Have we started? We have started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast for your ears, where we go for the bargain bins, the charity shops, and rummage sales. Oh, rummage the rummage, rabbit. Rummage, Get your fingers in and rummage. No. <laughs> Get your fingers in and I rummage. I won't accept it, actually, Paul. What, except what? <laughs> this, this, the cognification of our podcast. The cognification <laughs> yes. of, that sounds like an album from the 90s, the cognification of Cheap Show. Well, there's the, that's the title of this episode sorted then. No, it won't be though, will it? Because someone's co- going to go say something about a dick later in the episode. You'll go, oh, the spunky monkey or something. I'm going to call this Spodry. <laughs> <laughs> right, great. Hello everybody, Eli Silverman here. Um, what I meant to say is, didn't we have a character, Ram- Ramage Rabbit? Ra- Rummage Rabbit, yeah. No, Ramage Rabbit. And it was a pirate, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck it. It's Rummage Sales. Come on, I'm supporting oh, you now. Okay. Sorry so about that. So we the bargain bins, the charity shops, and Rummage Sales of the world. And bring you back the treasure we find amongst the trash. Amongst the it trash. It really is that simple a format of a podcast. And we welcome you to... Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Ooh. All of a sudden, the enthusiasm for this recording dropped down at me. You know, it always happens at the beginning, doesn't it? You think I'll do something, and then it's just the same old tired spunk joke. We should at the end of the cold. day. Should we carry on doing cold opens? No. How could? What would be a? What's a hot opening? Ooh. I'm asking for yeah, it. I'll, I'll give you a you nice know what? hot opening. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I did there? Yeah. I was going to say, what's a hot open? But in my mind, I thought opening sounds more ambiguous. So, yeah, uh, but I still found the way in. I got a little rummage in your hot opening. Ooh, it's have a, a little rummage, rummage in, in your hot, hot opening. opening. <laughs> it's like the mouth of hell. <laughs> Welcome to Cheap Show. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. Just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Off-brand brand, off-brand brand, Cheap Show. It's the price of shite. Paul Gannon. Eli Silverman. Welcome to Cheap Show. And I go and I nuzzle. You love it, don't you? What, 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 I love this podcast and I love you. Okay, thanks, My Paul. pod partner. We've thanks. been together five years. I'm going to get all bashful now. His favourite colour is blue. Uh, it is. He, he, uh, he likes uh, joshing off to uh, Japanese porn specifically. Fuck off! What? what? You like it, don't you? My first love was a lady of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to move all Don't you know, on. haven't we been there? Yeah, we have. Right. Yeah. Mm, let's not go back. There's nothing wrong with it, Paul. What are you trying to say? I just don't want to talk about your mucky, dirty love life. Well, you brought it up. Did I? You like German umlauters. <laughs> What's that? That's What's an your umlauter? Porn, German mass umlauter. Hang on, an umlaut is not the kind of weird dots that go above a U or That's an, an umlaut. Umlaut umlaut. <laughs> is that a new character? Basically, um, milk jugs umlaut. filled with spunk. Dirty German men in the pantry of some sort 
a tiled pantry with cold, sweaty tiles. Now, I, I, I need to and just stop you here and men say... Men, teutonically grunting. <laughs> as they unload into a milk carton and then the umlata maid comes in. Eli. She's wheeled in. I just want to... <laughs> I just want to know the link to this video. <laughs> what video? The one you're describing so no, accurately no. and vividly. It's simply an amalgamation of all the tidbits I picked up from your data trail. Oh, my data trail's tidbits. Yes. Mm, oh, I have, I've lost it. What are we doing on the show today? Well, today Paul? on the show, we are going yet again into the world of cheap eats because we were given a load last week that we were meant to do. And then I forgot the letter, so we're doing it now. I remember. But these are Australian crisp snacks, and we have a lot to get through, so okay. we're doing that. Uh, that's from a lovely chap in Australia called Jack. Jack Earth is his name. Earth? Earth. As Jack in Earth. the Earth? Revolves around the sun? No, it was a crap gag to jack What's off. What's Earth? I, I also nicked off. Uh, What's he called? What's he called? Oh, off, Jack off Earth. The, off, off on the Jack hour. Earth. Hello, I'm Jack Earth. I've just, I've just, I literally just said I've ripped that gag off. Like, don't go any further with Hello. it. Hello. Oh, I twiddled my mustache. <laughs> he's got to go uh, ahead. I would like a dry martini. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack oh, my Earth. Name? <laughs> my name? Oh, Stolen it's character. It's funny you ask that because I am Jack Mr. Jack Earth. <laughs> You're just having your own little fun time, aren't you, over there? I twiddle my moustache and leave. He's gone. Honestly, you're the Peter Sellers of Cheap Show, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. In that you're abusive to me off camera. <laughs> right, so we're going we to move that. on to that. What else And then we've got? got a Gannon's Golden Games. Now, it's not the one I had planned, because I still yet to get the extra parts for it. But what I found in a charity shop was interesting, and we'll go into that when I'm we play it a little bit later. I'm intrigued by it, Paul. Whether it makes for good podcast content, I just do not know. But let's roll you the do. dice you on do it. You do know. I don't. It won't. It won't be. None of this is. None of this is worth anything. Mate, <laughs> quiet. If you know, imagine there was an, a British man yeah. who was called Jack yeah. Earth. Then it sounds a bit like... <laughs> I don't know. I preferred the French character. What about New Zealand character? Yeah. Jack Earth. <laughs> so now Eli's Stop. going around the Give world as accent. I'm losing it. You Give know that, you I've got that I'm losing it. <laughs> I've got that feeling. You know that feeling yeah. when you think, oh, I'm doing a bit, it's quite amusing, and then, oh, it all drops out. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the enthusiasm. Got, it's my it. creative trapdoor. Oh. It's just I'm standing over oh, it, and yeah. every now and then it's like, whoa, oh. into a great big mound of inflatable dog toys. Is there any new sort of outside of the segment we can do? Hey, I tell you what, we can talk about uh, a couple of things from last week. So, oh, the, yes. The guy who did the music. catch up on the splatters. Yeah, the guy who did the music for uh, Enter the Adventure, A New World, the youth hostel song. Someone on Twitter pointed out that that guy... The guy uh, with the hair like uh, Ken. Yeah, the guy who looks like everyone's dad. Yeah, but he, with plastic hair. He did the music for Treasure Helmet, Hunt. Helmet hair, man. Should we call him that? Because no, neither of us can remember his name, yeah, can we? Insert Jack. it here. I think, it's, here. I think it's Jack, actually. Is it? Jack is... <laughs> I don't know. I think it is Jack. Okay. Right, found the tweet. Ms. Lee Spence on Twitter got on Twitter to say, Oh, you fucking app bastard! It literally refreshed and I lost yeah. the tweet. Oh, you fucking app bastard! <laughs> right. We're having a Luddite moment here. I went to click on the thing oh. and then I went back on it. went, Oh, I'll refresh it for you. Eli up. <laughs> Found it. Good. So they sent us a tweet on Twitter and it says, I need to mention that the Zach Lawrence mentioned as writing a new world. Zach. Zach. Not Jack. Almost As close. Zach Earth. <laughs> hey. Maybe he's yes. No. no. No, no. Um, 
So, uh, Zach Lawrence, who we mentioned as writing a new world, is the same one who wrote the themes for Treasure Hunt and the Crystal Maze. Now, and was solely responsible for the B side. His library music album called New Prospects is brilliant. Oh. and, um, oh, he's done library music. That's it. It had some sort of quality to it, I thought, even though you didn't include it in the no, end. No, but it's got that um, bit, 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 kind of electronic beat to the music sequencer. that it shares with tr- uh, Treasure Hunt yes. and the Crystal Maze. Now, how did the Crystal Maze go? Duh. How'd it go? Duh. Hang on. Duh. Let me start Hunt. you off by Duh. this, doing this, Paul. Duh. <laughs> that doesn't work. You're just going, duh, raising your hand up to your chin. It's Come on. Not, no, you're no. getting it. I'm conducting you like you're the orchestra. <laughs> oh, no, that's that. Dum, dum, dum. Wait, it goes dum, dum, dum. Hang on. Treasure Hunt theme. Now, you're thinking of Crystal Maze. I want Crystal... Wanted, that's what you were doing. Treasure Hunt. Oh, yeah, by Zach Lawrence. It's called Peak Performance, that track. Treasure Hunt. Yeah. Hang on. Oh. Fucking you, app bastard! Yeah, you ads. You'll get ads. You'll just get a bunch of ads when you try. Here we go. Here we go. Come and have a treasure hunt. We're going on a treasure hunt. You'd like to have a treasure hunt, so get your treasure map out now. Is that how the lyrics went? Get into the chopper with Annika and Rice, and she will go and take you to the sky, and then you'll find a clue or two, and then you'll go to Nest Biscuits. Oh, I don't biscuits. know. Oh, biscuits. biscuits. I thought I had a really good. Inf- da, 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 da. Oh, we're going on a treasure hunt. Going on a treasure hunt. We're going on a treasure hunt. <laughs> we're going on a treasure hunt right now. Yeah, okay, that's. The treasure hunt thing, and then you Crystal can... Maze goes. Yes, I remember that. Here we go. The Crystal Maze theme. Crystal Maze. Let's go. The Crystal Maze. Let's let's go to the Crystal Maze. One zone and two zones, and then the fan will blow. We'll go to. Industrial zone. Da, 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 get a crystal. Da, da. The fan will blow. Put your feet on the gold ones before the fan starts. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. Eli is off his tits. He's lost his mind. Oh, Eli is fucked. Eli is fucked. Eli is. Eli is. Eli is fucked. Oh, he is so fucked. His life is so fucked. He's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that look you gave me, Paul, what? man. It was like... You... <laughs> <laughs> it was confusement. It was confusement. Yeah. Okay, so he did those. Yes. But not mentioned on the Wikipedia page. Oh, not the one I saw. Certainly strange. I didn't scroll down far enough to find. But no, yeah, it's not. we should find his album somewhere, New Prospects, and see what it's on. Oh, it's like. Uh, yes, I would be interested to hear that, his li- library music album. Right, there's a website as well, a tweet, I'll retweet it, but there's a website where a lot of his anthology work is contained on that website. It's at universalmusic.com or something. And also, whilst we're on the subject of A New Adventure or whatever it's called, yeah. we have to point out the extremely weird coincidence, oh, which yeah. we didn't pick up on the time. No. On at the time, because the other record we reviewed was a version of Serge Gainsbourg and Jane Birkin's Je T'aime. Je T'aime. And in the video for A New Adventure of Mark Burdis, yes. he is wearing a T-shirt yes. that says Je T'aime on it. Which was the most bizarre with thing. The weird thing with the Elvis as well. Yeah. There was a lot of wheels was, within wheels last uh, week. It was a splatter. It was a splatter within a splatter. Yeah, like a whirlpool in a disco, swirling yeah. round the monkey bar in a house made out of Cadbury's <laughs> and a 
wonderful fat car. It's yeah, that... like a little windmill with arms that reach out far. You can't go in my house. <laughs> Get out of my He's house. Look again. You see that look? It's like a little naughty fat kid. Sorry. Puppy fat. <laughs> right, you're go- Eli's gone. Right, so let's just crack on with this podcast. Let's Yay! have fun. Right, straight into it. We are mm. doing uh, the Chris postponed from last it's week. It's nice to, to see week. the league. Can I just say, Paul, it is nice to see the league of snacks and crisps. Finally, it's out there yes, now. Yes, it's out there now. It's, we, there it's are pictures there. on our website. There's people who have disagreements, but they don't have the scientific method no, to back they, them up. They, they don't have... They have their own biases. Yes. Baggage. And they do not have a whole underground complex no. of snack and crisp experts working out the details behind this. <laughs> Stop looking at me, you're doing it again. <laughs> It's just look. because you're doing this weird Ganony thing where you start a sentence and you're reasonably sure where the f- first few words are, yeah, but then at I the end you're like, "Don't know, I've gone too far." The sentence this Sorry. should have stopped by now. Sorry. This sentence, I will. I'm not going to say anything. Okay, how about that? All right. You take over, Paul. Well, do you want to read the letter for a sure, change? I'll read it. Because <laughs> <All right. laughs> I always read the letters out. We've been sent the upshot is we've been sent some Australian snack products. Yeah, in the PO box we got some great stuff. Tons of bloody food. All those crisps we did last time. Just a quick mention on the League of Snacks, though. Yeah, I thought we had done uh, those XL cheese crisps. No, we tasted them on an episode of uh, Digitizer. Do it on po- the pod. I'm sure we did it on the pod. We don't did did don't do that on the pod. I think we did do that on we the didn't, pod. Then, don't, didn't don't, we didn't. We ain't gone done do that I on think the pod. We did do it on the pod. But I think oh, maybe I had it. A... <laughs> no, right. You had what? I thought of a new business for Leaky Ken. And... Right, we're moving on. <laughs> You're right. You were right to stop, and I was wrong to carry on. Right, with that there line was a letter inquiry. here, Paul. Yeah, we've got serious business. Yeah. Okay. Yes. This is from Australia. Should I do it in Australian accent? Yeah, please do, because that will be painful for everyone. Yes. Okay. Gives a nice flavour, though. Um, Now, as this person, Jack, who has written to us and sent us these, um, describes them, there's a description here I can see. Will you just take them out so we've got them ready? Right, Paul? G'day, Paul and Eli. G'day. Hello. G'day. Hope you both are doing all right. We're doing all right. I've sent, you, I, I've sent you a box of full of Australian... Australian. ...cheap eats, including a mix of potato chips potato. and chocolate biscuits. Chocolate biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Paul. All right? Shut up in your now, face. It's, right, it's written here, shut up, Paul. It's not me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've read the letter. I know it's not in there, so don't <laughs> fuck with me. I wasn't sure if you were still recording the podcast on Zoom... Zoom. So I've included two packs of each flavour of chips where I could, so that both of you could taste them. Nice. Thanks, there. Yeah, there's a, Thanks it was a big box of snacks, so thank you very much. And We've I only got other... one example here with us, because we're doing it in the same room, Jack. Yeah, we're saying in the same room, Jack. Okay. Thank you. He's had some foresight, unlike some other people I know. Would you like a tickle? Here's a description of what... Shut up, mate. <laughs> mate. Mate. Here's a description of what's in the box. Oh, right. fair dinkum. <laughs> I hate... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Gary. I'm going to keep this up because I'm a fucking professional throughout the whole letter. All right. Even though it probably is the worst Australian accent <laughs> of all time. Go on. Firstly, Smith's. Smiths. I'm pretty sure these chips, chips, I must call them that. They must call them chips. Like Americans do. You know what, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, well, no you more. should stop because you're putting me off with your silly interjections. You're putting me off. <laughs> you're putting me off, yeah. I'm pulling you off. You're not pulling me off now, but I'm you will be later. Pulling your pudding off. You'll be putting, pulling my pudding through a ring piece. Pulling my pudding through a ring piece. What's this? <laughs> 
<laughs> shut up. Go on. Paul, honestly, shut up. You weird. You've lost it now. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Smiths. I'm pretty sure these chips are made by the same company that makes Walkers. So I'm sure they taste pretty similar, but the packet colours are different. Interesting. In a previous episode of the podcast, Eli guessed that the salt and vinegar packets may have been pink because of the colour of Himalayan salt, but I don't think that's true. It's as good a theory as any. But I know, but it wouldn't... Himalayan salt... Are you, you going to talk to me <laughs> like that? I am in the voice of the, of the letter. letter, yeah. Right. Paul, Eli here. <laughs> Which... Himalayan salt hasn't been around as long as Smith's, so you wouldn't, you know, even in Australia, so you wouldn't have thought so, would you? Uh, it was just something I said at the time that just, just popped to the top of my head, but I don't think that's true about it, the Himalayan salt thing. Regular table salt is far more common here, and I reckon the colour was picked at random. I've included four flavours of the Smith's chips, original, usually called just plain chips. Yes. These are ready salted chips. Yeah, ready salted. Salt and vinegar, chicken... And cheese and onion. Cheese and onion. Smiths also make a barbecue flavour, and I've always thought they were more popular than cheese and onion, but you're more likely to find cheese and onion chips in multi-packs than barbecue. Oh, that's an interesting theory. back to Eli's sober voice for a second here. Great, thanks. fuck. these are... I've got a few things to say about that bit of the letter. Go on. Smiths was what became Walker's here as well. Well, here's the thing, though. But they kept the the Smiths branding. This company's owned by... It's Lay's, isn't it? No, this is owned by PepsiCo. Oh, but that's Lay's. Pepsi, it's PepsiCo. The PepsiCo group of companies used in Australia yes. under license. Yeah. So does PepsiCo own Lay's? I believe they do, yeah. Hang on. There's I'll, only I'll about four check. companies that own all of these brands. Oh, list of assets owned by PepsiCo. Yeah, Quaker, coffee, energy drinks, cereal, other, rice snacks, snacks, Doritos, Frito-Lay, yeah, Funyuns, Lay's. Okay, we need no say Lay's, no I'm more. I'm going down to Smith's. It doesn't say Smiths on here, but then but Smiths is, don't need to know is, most, yeah. is, you know what I mean? It's all one thing. Yeah. I just wanted to double check. Interestingly, if these are standard, as he calls them, chips, these are ridged. And that must be oh. just the standard. I actually didn't even notice that. And just look then. weird. It's just like the mirror world stuff. The, the chicken flavor in a green packet. Yeah. Doesn't that just mean? Salt and vinegar and it, pink. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's making me like I'm in a dream. Do you think the pink's because, like, vinegar? So it's like, because look, it's got a little pot of vinegar on the package to make you go, oh, vinegar. It's not pink. Vinegar's not pink. It's, it's not, brown but it's and brown. But I'm wondering if it's going with that kind of purpley it's not autumnal going with sound. Cheese and onions, yellow. Is yellow. Fine. But there's, what's there? Where's the onion? It's just cheese. It looks just like cheese, do it? Yeah, but there's anyway. an onion. And onions, you could say, are yellow. Interesting, because they kept with the Smiths branding, obviously, in Australia, but it was phased out here, apart from in certain heritage brands, like... The Triumvirate of Snacks, for example. Exactly. And Salt and Shake. Smith's Salt and Shake still has a Smith's branding, does it? Or did we find it wasn't even there? It's gone now. No, I think it was Smith's. Oh, I wish I remembered my own show. <laughs> it's gone now. It's gone now. I think Smith's isn't even mentioned on the Salt and Shake anymore. Should we just test these then? Have you, is that the last of the paragraph? Should we just eat them? Okay, should we do it that way and Which, then we'll go back? Yes. We'll go with the original. You start with the original. Let's see how it goes. Now, these aren't going to be added to the league. These are just for our delectation and discussion. These are blue in exactly the same colour as um, a packet of cheese and onion would be here, right? It's got a definite different huff to... Uh, really? Yeah, to, but to in, a, in, in that nice kind of cheap, mm. you know what I mean? When you get cheap, ready salted crisps, it's that kind of nice smell, almost buttery smell. Yes, it's a softer smell, yeah. and it's sort of that potato mash yeah. sort of. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, smell yeah. of potato flour. Well, these are ridged, so, you know. Are they mean? formed? No, they're... No, yeah, they're, they're cut. Right. That's nice. Very nice. The ridges add, don't they? They aerate the air. 
ridges. It do delivers they? the flavour, yeah. There's more surface I area. I thought it was just a... Uh, well, there is a little bit, but I, I thought it was just aesthetical rather than... Anything. No, it's a textural thing. And it's a, a delivery of the flavour of the crisp. It gives a bigger crunch. And there's more crunch. Mm. And the air, it aerates the whole thing, so it's lighter. I think they taste the same as water, uh, the red. Totally the same. But the, the, the ridge does make a more satisfying snack out of it, weirdly. Definitely. Weird. No, I'm going to open the chicken. Oh, he's going straight for chicken in a green bag. Chicken, like, Why would you, you think, think this is green? what they'd call roast chicken, which has a, an orange yeah. packet in the UK? Maybe they give it the green oh, for the Oh, exactly, this, that smell. Yeah. It's, it is the classic. Oh. It's the classic roast chicken flavour smell. With a little bit of Paxo. You can smell the Paxo, the herbs. It's like a chicken gravy sort of smell, isn't chicken it? Chicken gravy. Yeah. <laughs> They're much closer to an onion flavour, aren't that's they? That's very onion. I don't like that. Very oniony. Now, that's a, this is a difference, Paul. Yeah. You've identified a divergence from... Uh, this is not like a chicken... No. A roast chicken flavoured UK walkers. It's more herby. Yeah. Oniony. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. Stronger, sort of. It's sweeter. More, the word I'd like to use is pungent. Almost pungent. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Cheese and onion. Well, I wonder if they're all going to divert because that, I mean, the ready salted, you'd expect that to be exactly the same because it's just ready salted. What, those the onion? Cheese and onion. Smell it. Just smell it. Tell me what you think. Salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar. It smells exactly... of salt and vinegar. Right, that's so oh, these weird. Could be vinegary cheese and onion. I'm going to find out now. No, sharper. I'd a say. little bit sharper, but like, I don't know why it smells of salt and vinegar. You can smell the salt and vinegar. <laughs> Perhaps the person who who put the chips in that packet had been handling some salt and vinegar, like had been on lunch and been to the chip shop or something. Do you have no idea how crisps are made? Do you think a yeah, man with a bag hand... full of crisps it's a crisp... scattered them? It's the crisp stuffer. Here comes he the crisp the... stuffer. Murderer! <laughs> no, do you imagine a man walks up and I down a factory imagine. line I was, you know with what? a magic bag, a sack of crisps, Paul. and he scatters them into smaller bags? Another difference, Paul. Oh, he's going right back to, he's, No, he's going back to work. I was going to chase that up because no. I thought it was nonsensical it, arse claptrap. It was claptrap. There's no picture of vinegar on, on British Absolute salt and vinegar crisps. tongue shittage coming out of your <laughs> gobble. No. Well, at least I've calmed down. I don't know what I like more. Calm Eli or utter bonkers bastard Eli. Paul. Because both of them give me a fucking big chub. Paul. <laughs> this is a strange illustration of salt and vinegar on these pink, bizarrely pink Australian salt and vinegar. A small crisps. glass. Is that what's on? Bowl There's of no vinegar. There's no pictures on walkers anymore of the, of the product itself. Right, I'm going to half these. That's definitely a salt and vinegar half on that. Why are you doing an impression of fucking Mick Jagger? Because, you know, no, no, listen, Paul, we went up. I'll do David Bowie. It went up my nose, man. (laughs) David Bowie. Oh, Oh, yes, that's very much atypical. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up, God. Scent of crisp. Here we go. Mm. Nice. Very nice. Not too sharp. Again, I think it's, it's the ridges that sort of soften it. Talking to the mic because that it's helps. The ridges that sort of soften it. People hear your voice. Soften the flavour of it, don't Yeah. Don't it, weirdly, the chicken one was too potent to me. That was the one that diverted the most from the flavour we're used to. Yeah. Interesting. Shall we move on? We'll move on. Next chapter. Thank you. Excellent start. All right. Now we're moving on to Red Rock Deli. Red Rock Deli. These are these crisps here. These chips are a bit fancier than the Smith's chips. They do look fancy. And I think they're more of a kettle style crisp. Again, I've included four flavours sea salt, sea salt and balsamic yeah. vinegar, yeah. sweet chilli, yeah. and sour cream and honey soy chicken. Yeah. Woo. The honey soy chicken chips are my favourite of the range. All right. What did you say? 
the honey soy chips are the oh, favourite right. of my range. Just, all I hear was meow, 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 meow range. They could also make a lime and black pepper flavour that I haven't included. Uh, it says, they also do make that, I mean. It says here, deli-style potato chip. What does that mean, deli-style? Like you'd get in a deli. Do you buy chips or crisps from a deli? No, but if you let's say you go to a lovely deli and they do fresh cut sandwiches, and then you know you get a sandwich and they've put like a little flag a on little the bit stick, of crisps on it, stick on it, little and then they'll crisps. give you some potato chips on the side, and they'll be all nice and like, like artisanal, lovely. You know? Do you know what I'm getting at? Let me That's read a this. deli. St- I know what he meant. Shut your mouth. Red Rock Deli. We begin with the finest potatoes harvested from Australian farms, roughly cut and slow cooked in sunflower oil. Who do they the get most... to roughly cut it? Is he like the, the potato butcher who comes in and goes, I'm going to h- handle you badly and treat you bad, spud. Rough. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to cut you roughly. Uh, I like run across the room and fucking chopping all over the place. Roughly chop you. I'll rough you up, mate. Oh, don't you chop me up, oh, Mr. You're... Oh, you're a chip butcher. Oh, you're, you're I'm a just scent. a little potato. He's a little sentient spud, and I'm in love with him. Remember those adverts of the 80s where those spuds? We want to be Smiths, Chris. We yes. want to be Smiths, it, There's Chris. a long tradition throughout Horrified the world me. of things that want to be... I think in the, the Far East, they do it a lot more, don't they? Like, they'll have a fish... Going on the kind of tuna. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's a fool. But no, mate. the advert though was upsetting because it was all these kind of stop motion potatoes jumping about being happy and then launching themselves into a chip making yeah, machine. Yeah. Just, I don't know, it's all a bit fucking Jonestown for my liking. I like that ad. Anyway, I'll carry on reading, sorry. Um so they for a delectable crunch and with surprising twists, grind and blend. And with surprising twists. Grinds and blends. Grinds and blends. Blends of carefully selected flavors. There's an enticing taste journey awaiting to be discovered. There's an enticing in every taste bite. journey. Our honey soy chicken potato chips blend the sweetness of honeycut by the subtle richness of the soy sauce. Now, I personally am looking forward to tasting those, Paul. All he, he goes on to say, there's that one pepper, that one flavor he hasn't included, uh, which is the black pepper and lime. Well, I would have liked to try that. And he says, I am not a particularly huge fan of the sea salt and balsamic vinegar. I always find that it's a bit too sweet Oof. for a potato chip. Well, let's start with sea salt because that's the regular. We'll start with the base flavour. Start on the base flavour. What's the huff on that saying? Um, as a kettle chip huff, would you'd imagine. Is it a kettle chippy huffy? Yeah, go sniff that and tell me that's not a kettle chip Pure huff. Pure chip, a kettle chip huff. It's lot. that slightly, what is it, burnt potato-y kind of smell almost? It's that slight... And it's the grease. Yeah, maybe it's the grease. I mean, if you told me that was a kettle chip, I would have said that's a kettle chip. Yeah. It's got a great crunch, but not much flavour. I feel like these Smiths have more sort of potato flavour coming out almost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what I find with kettle chips. Like, they up the flavour because they reduce the taste of the crisp itself almost Mm. because it comes too brittle and burnt and a bit fried out. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Right. Let's go on to balsamic salt and... No, sea salt and balsamic vinegar. He, he says, Jack says, these are too sweet for him. But you, I know, Paul, because I know you, mate. Yeah, you do I know, know me. Yeah. You do, you like a kettle chip with balsamic vinegar, well, don't that you? One you, brand. Like, you do that weird thing where you suck them dry. A licker you lick, one. You lick them in I your mouth. Lick. And you suck them weird. So you've got this big suck. soggy crisp. Mm. You completely issue the whole crisp experience. No, what I do is I buy a couple of hundred bags of ready salted crisps. And I lick them till they're all soft and damp. And then I slowly put them on my body. And I yeah. become crisp man. And then the crisp hardens and I become solid in this. Yes. After about four hours, I do come. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm Chris Mann. Paul, I have to say, when you started, Chris Mann. When you started that anecdote and you started to wedge up damp crisps, I was hoping for a poultice. So I was hoping for a whole tranche of wind-dried, mucal, crisp poultice. Chris poultice. <laughs> Hanging in the wind I like think... a bunch of corpses. Open the fucking crisps. Chips. Uh, yeah, it's still got that tang of uh, balsamic. Um, it sounds a bit like my favourite kettle chip flavour, but we'll see what the flavour's like now. Now, Paul. Huff it. Yeah, I'm getting the vinegar off that huff. Oh, yeah, it's got a little bit of tang to it. Really? Do you feel it? That's nice. And the sweetness again. Yeah, I can feel the sweetness. It comes behind the tartness, though, do you know what I mean? You know what? Mm. It just tastes like vinegar to me. A slightly sweet vinegar. It doesn't have the... Um, the colourful um, swathes of, like, kind of... Um, wine. Balsamic is yeah, a wine flavour. it doesn't have flavor. that sweetness I, I want from it that you get with the... Um, with the kettle chip ones. Yeah. yeah. Or with really? Just, so you'd yeah. say that's different, because I'm not that familiar with the kettle chip balsamic vinegar. It's, uh, what I, You're weirdly, saying these aren't as good, these Red Rock Daily ones. What I weirdly love about that particular brand of balsamic vinegar and salt, whatever it is, is that it's got a chip shop chip flavour to it, which makes it very satisfying. Well, this is just... It just seems like a slightly more a slightly more sweet salt and vinegar. If you just said to me, have a salt and vinegar crisp, I would say, oh yeah, that's salt and vinegar. You're saying it doesn't have the complexity. No. So they've gone they've gone for just the balsamic. It's a fine crisp. It's just achieved with a sort of with some normal vinegar and then some sweetness rather than because using I, actual balsamic vinegar. I wonder if it's an ingredient. No, they probably do use balsamic vinegar, but what I'm saying is I think maybe it's just too tart. So it kind of drowns out. That that tartness drowns out. No, the, there's uh, no there is some it's the last item on the menu. Yeah. On the um, ingredients. Recipe. And the ingredients is balsamic vinegar powder. Powder? Yeah. Uh, and it's the see... least amount of anything in there. No. Well, there you go. I don't know. It's a fine snack, but I've had better. Yeah. Right. Sweet chili. one dimensional. Sweet chili yeah. and sour cream, which we've not really done anything like this before. Sour cream and sweet chili. You know what? I said on the show last... No, it's noodles. I've never had a sweet chili noodle, but yeah. there's a quite a famous... Walker's Sensations sweet chilli one, isn't there? But this doesn't have sour that, cream That's really. chicken and sweet chilli, isn't it? Uh, t- isn't it Thai sweet chilli yeah. something? Chicken. Something like that. It's a very sweet, not very hot snack. But no, this is a unique, this must be unique to Down Under. Yeah, a sweet chilli and sour cream potato chip fused the lingering sweet heat of chilli and paprika with a hint of smooth, tangy sour cream. Tangy again, there's that word. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Mean anything? What the sour cream is tangy, so they're using tangy as sour rather than tangy as spicy, which it means both things. Everybody, come on, remove the veil from your eyes and realize oh, tangy snack QAnon. Jesus fucking Christ! Tangy is not a word. It means anything? It's used to deceive people into buying things. Tangy gate. That's what I say. And whilst I'm on the subject, Paul, oh. did you notice he referring the Australians refer to these crisps yeah. as chips? Right. Fine. That's the same as the, in the States. In the States... They call it chips. But they'd, And they call them fries. They'd call right. chips fries, right? Yeah. But what do Australians call chips? They call them... Chips. Like chips that you'd get with a piece of fish, for I think example. so. I think they just call them chips. It's all chips. I don't well, know. That's, well, you don't, don't know. We need to know. I this is important care. stuff. I don't We're doing care. a segment about Australian crisps. What do Australians call potato chips? Well, then that's still potato chips. Yeah, that was the wrong question to ask. You're gonna... Australian English use chips both for what North Americans call go. French fries and what Britons call crisps. There you go. Weird, eh? When confusion would often occur between the two meanings, hot chips and cold chips are used. Wow, hot chips. I want to get some hot chips. And then I'll have a packet of chips with that. And I'll have a cold, hot... What? Cold chips? Can I have a hot chip in me hot opening? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to fucking buy so many chips, masticate the shit out of them, spit into a mess special... <laughs> Here we go. 
Where's this going? <laughs> it's special plastic. I think poultice. Poultice <laughs> mould. <laughs> and then you got you dry them out. Yep. You got ready made. You got stack. I'll call them in my garage. My garage. Yeah. I'm going to taste these crisps. Oh, Smell them. You haven't huffed. I have. Farty. A bit vomity. Bit vom. A bit bile-y. Yeah. It's the um. It's the lacto. It's the sour cream, yeah. isn't it? Right. Let's have a go. Mmm. Mmm. Nice. Bold. Uh, Sweetness comes. It all, it's got good amplitude. It all sort of arrives at the same sort of a, a nice time. Those are my favourite of these so far. Definitely. Mm. That's really quite a nice snack. Bit too sweet for me. Bit too sweet. Bit but cloying. Still nice. yeah. A bit cloying. Finally, honey soy chicken uh, blends the sweetness of honey cut. Blends the sweetness of honey cut by the subtle richness of soy sauce. Honey cut. That's honey pours cut. No, it doesn't. It just says of honey cut. One sentence. You read that out and tell me I'm not being an idiot. We begin. With the finest potatoes. No, don't stop that, but jump to the second <laughs> one. <laughs> All right. Our honey soy chicken potato chips blend the sweetness of honey cut by the subtle richness of soy sauce. I guess it's all about inflection. Yes. Eat. Be able to read things correctly. I'm going to go in for the first half on this. All right. You've ruined it. Oh, fucking hell, I have to put my hand in that. Stop sticking your whole fucking filthy face in it. I'm just trying to get a really good huff, man. <laughs> that is a weak huff. Weakest of all the crisps so far. It's got a cardboard, damp, mouldy cardboard oh. with a very faint chicken underneath. Do you I know mean, what I mean? To be fair, we shouldn't judge them solely on the huff. But Do it's... you agree with my yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, appraisal yeah, yeah. of the huff? Right, right, let's have a taste of it. Oh, it's chicken with a bit of a farty aftertaste, which I think comes from the honey. Mm. No, those are the worst, aren't they? There's a nice wave of chicken first, and then you're left with an aftertaste of... And it's a bit farty on the nose, yeah. The honey's a bit farty on the nose, do you know what I mean? Did he say that was his favourite? It's kind of got this whiffy, this honey whiff. Because honey smells a bit like spit, doesn't it? You know what it is reminding me of? Fart spray. Yes! High five me! I, you found it. Yeah, that I is exactly it. what it is. That is that fart spray smell. Yeah. Remember that from school when you said the little squirt and it's, it's had that... Oh. You did it. You've managed to identify that smell, man. Yeah. Well done, Paul. Thank you. Next... I'm very proud of you. I just <sighs> want to make one more point. Yeah. They taste much... Although they have that weird fart smell, mm. uh, these honey soy chicken Red Rock Dairy ones smell uh, taste a lot closer to what we'd call a roast chicken flavour yes. than the Smith's chicken flavour, didn't right. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. But then yeah. the aftertaste ruins it. Yeah, totally. It's stuck with the chicken. It might have been a really nice snack, but I don't know. That honey thing doesn't work. Very weird. Okay. Next letter. Go. Okay, we got through those. Now, Thins. The next pack of chips is Thins Light and Tangy. Oh, fucking hell. There's that tangy word. Also, you're going slowly into South Africa. (laughs) No, I'm not. No, fuck you. This sounds a little bit... Eli might be interested in this one because the flavour is a bit of a mystery. Oh, I like that, yeah. I quite like this flavour of chips, but I can't work out for the life of me what the light and tangy flavour is. Because one tangy of my means mates, nothing. one of my mates, Paul, reckons it's tomato and onion, but I honestly have no idea. There's only one large pack of these chips because I couldn't get it in the small packets. Listen, Jack, you've done brilliantly. You've done brilliantly here. Thins, does that remind you of any... It's like discos or something. It's just a name, isn't it? Thins. Because you imagine there's chips and hot chips and cold chips. These are thin chips, maybe. You know what I mean? It yes. came from that. Is this another invention of the uh, the Frito-Lay PepsiCo conglomerate? Uh, no. Australian. Uh, made in Australia by Snack Brands Australia. Oh, Snack Brands. That's another big one. But I don't think they're the same. So, thin and light and Can tangy means nothing, right? But on the front, you have a bowl of the snack crisps. And what I think is pepper, paprika, and I, I presume 
a, a big or- a tomato. Can I have a look at that? So the tomato. Oh, yeah, giving- that's a tomato. That's definitely a tomato. And then there's a little herb, a wooden, a rustic wooden mm, herb bowl nice. with some pinching very. paprika. Pinch your paprika. Just to pinch it. Just to spread pinch, it. Just a smittering. And then what do you do? You rub it you around rub the meat, just the rim of the meat. You rub it on the rim of the meat. And, the and then you get it good and red. And it's all tangy, tangy red meat. And it all goes popsy wopsy. <laughs> Pops off. Uh, Right, are you just going to fucking come up with random little moments for yourself throughout today's episode? It's all popped off. No, don't just say popsy wopsy popped Proudly off. made in Australia, Paul. Irresistibly tasty. Now, get a good half on this. Yeah, he's going for a micro half now. You, he's, if these are the ones he's, he's, he doesn't know what the flavour is exactly. What they're saying is mystery smell, mystery kind of flavour almost. But we'll see. He's going in. I can't look at him now when he makes that huff face because it's just disturbing. Uh, mate, the huff is really weak on this. A weak huff. Time yeah. huff. Stale, sort of potato nothing huff, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? In fact, it's almost... <laughs> I don't know why. It smells like a garden centre. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. No, you do, you're on fire today, Paul. Uh, yeah. Honestly, love your flavour work today. Right. Uh, uh, what do they look like? They... Crisps. <laughs> yeah, they've got little speckles, don't they? Little bit of spe- yeah, <laughs> speckled crisps. <laughs> they are speckled with yeah. green herb oh, bits. We haven't really got into the, the colour design of these before. Too sweet. I do not like that no. flavour. Why? What's what's your issue? Tastes like a garden centre. <laughs> yeah, it's quite herbaceous, isn't it? Yeah, it's like close to a sort of pizza flavour almost, isn't it? It's like a weak. Sour cream flavour with a with with a little bit of paprika coming through yeah. to give it a bit of sweetness. Not great. You know what? It's a bit like that. Those Canadian all Wait. all flavours. It's a little bit like a stew or some kind of moussaca or a ratatouille. Yes. You, do you know what I mean? Vegetably, vegetably stew sort of, yeah. kind of bouillon broth thing. Not great. What an interesting snack though, but not for me. It'd be all right if that's your flavour bag, baby. Fine, but I don't think that's for me. No real complaints, just not for me. That's the flavour he, he included. They must be a big deal in Australia then. People like those. I guess. Can't like, really what's next? It. What's last? Tim Tams. Tim Tams. I've done my bag. Hang on. You do the letter. I'll, I'll get the Tim Tams. Right. These Tim Tams are a classic Australian bicky. Tim And they are on special this week, which means they qualify as a cheap eat. Bravo. Tim I've always heard these compared to the penguin biscuits that you have in the UK. Tim well, we, we'll be the judge of that. We'll Tim, the, that the, that's the, right. Tim Tams. Yes. Tim but I have no idea how they compare. I've included three flavours of Tim Tams. Tim Tams. Thank you, Paul. Tim uh, Tams. The original chocolate flavour. Tim Tams. So we know the, uh, the chocolate is the original flavour, yeah? Tim Tams. As well as two limited edition gourmet flavours. Sunshine Coast strawberries. Tim Tams. And cream and Murray River salted caramel. Timity Tim Tams. <laughs> The strawberry one is actually surprisingly good for Tim one Tams. of these limited edition flavours, as Tim. they usually just end up rather disappointing. Tim Tams. That's right, they're Tim Tams. Are you ready? Tim Tams. Anyway, that's all that's in the box. Hope you guys enjoy it. Keep up the good work with the podcast. Cheers. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. That is a, a bounty of snacks that Brilliant. you've given us. So thank you. Nice, so- nice background info as well. Thanks for that. So we're going to start with the original which is a chocolate. It's a chocolate biscuit. What does it remind you of? Like a it does literally a look like a no. It literally looks like a penguin. So it's got the nice uh, covered finish. Yeah, it is by its own description. Um, Eleven biscuits, Tim Tam. <laughs> Just Hel- open the. F- it's weird though. It's got a thing called a health star rating, which I presume the h- higher the star, like the more the, healthy it it's is. It's like the traffic light system we have here. You know, with so, the, you have the fat and everything. So how healthy is it? Well, it scores 0.5 <laughs> out, out of, of five. Not very high. 
just says original chocolate biscuit. And it is, it's a chocolate biscuit. It is a soft kind of bourbon biscuit centre with two chocolate I biscuits. I told you, and a it's a bourbon. Wrapper. Yeah. But then that's kind of what a penguin is. Just it's, with a, a chocolate it's, a, it's a chocolate finish. covered bourbon. Now, I think there's been a bit of a, you know, it's melted a bit in the in the packing and travelling and posting. So, you Why? know, it's because it's been in Australia where it's hot. Well, what's wrong with it? It looks fine. Your mind's a little bit melty and flat. It's not. The, it's, not it's got chocolate Marnie flavour chocolate, that really cheap chocolate yeah. smell. Because you know I mean? here's the thing, I'm presuming like America, they make the chocolate differently to deal with the high temperatures of, you know, is that a good, he's eating it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat it. It tastes like a, a penguin with slightly different chocolate. But how is it different? Well, the chocolate doesn't taste the same. It's got that Americanized chocolate taste too, which is slightly waxier. You know what I'd say as well, there's a sort of caramelly, toffee-like finish, which mm, is different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's slightly um, richer, sort of coffee, almost coffee, toffee, you know, that burnt sort of. You know what? That's really quite nice. That's fine. It is good. I like that. It's got that richness at the end. Do you know what I'm getting at? Mm. This sort of toffee sort of flavour. I've, I've never had a Tim Tam before today. And I'm, I'm impressed. Oh, let's just give it an arbitrary rating then. I'm going to give that out a five, three and a half. I'll go for a three and a half as well. But well, now let's have these uh, special edition ones. Right. We're going to do Murray River Salted Caramel. Now, these are all places. They're very proud, proudly Australian. These, yeah. These now, it looks like a less chocolatey version. It's got a chocolate outer casing. It's got a kind of creamy, what I'd imagine is caramel fondant, and a, a, possibly a honey biscuit rather than chocolate. Ah. Or, or rather a, than a custard bourbon. cream kind of biscuit. Yeah, rather than a bourbon. Yeah. Bourbon? Do you call them bourbons or bourbons? I've always said bourbon. Bourbon, bourbon cream. Yeah. Bourbon cream, yeah. I don't know where it gets its name from. Possibly somewhere now, in France. Now, I'm thinking this is going to be nice. I like a salted ca- caramel thing. What's your... It's, I like salted caramel things, but not all the time. Like, sometimes in, like, a Kit Kat Chunky, oh, it's nice. It's a weird thing that's taken over the flavour world. And well, it didn't even exist like 10 years ago, did yeah, it? Yeah, but think about it. It's because like we ran out of ideas for chocolate, so we started yeah. throwing everything into chocolate. Can you think of chocolate? anything else that's stuck as a sort of neo flavour as much as that has? Well, the Kit Kats have. They've, they've kept their special flavours and stuff, what especially the Chunkies. Because they do like salted caramel Kit Kat Chunky. Yeah, they do. I'm uh, saying just as a sort butter. of concept, as a, a flavour for conche- con- sorry, a flavour for confectionery concept, yeah. salted caramel. Came in. Where did it come from? I don't know. It's do you see what I mean? Now it's everything. Any kind of. Well, always do a salted caramel. Yeah, but here's what I think's happened. I think what's happened is the chocolate industry's looked at like fancy restaurants and gone, "Oh, look at their chocolate bun. We're going to replicate a fancy restaurant." I chocolate think that's experience what I think that is in a snack on and a budget salted caramel because it's got that weird. In, in, people don't think of things that are salty as being. Oh well, no, because it's dessert you know salty I mean? brings out the sweet. Doesn't it it? That's why chocolate does. covered pretzels are that's so fucking why delicious. Are the fucking absolute <laughs> shaladi waddy. Oh, they right. I, I did got. Flips. Do you know what I had the other day, Paul? Oh yeah, mm. dark chocolate oh, covered oh, flips. Oh, dirty, For dirty, me, that's it. Dirty, For dirty. me, just because I like. You know, my favourite biscuit is did, a. Did you suck the chocolate off first and then no, eat it? Crunch right down. Oh, get the salty don't. crunch. Oh god! Right, let's taste these. Oh, it's. Yeah. Oh, he's doing the noise. He's doing two things at once. There, people. He is doing his funny, funny patented wiggle mouth noise and he's also making a joke that he's coming spods anything else paul i will not have you speak to me what? In I, that at manner. least i make up nonsense words yeah oh, yeah great eli silverman his whole fucking thing at the moment is to just go ping bong sploff not chod, ping bong goff, you always goff, say goff toff you chof gloff spaffle should we taste this biscuit? Chodney, you're 
Femilex. <laughs> Femilex. <laughs> I don't know what Femilex is, but you uh, say it. It sounds like a product. It does. Buy a new Femilex. It's a poultice. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. Femilex poultice. One, two, three. Femilex poultice. Come with me. Put it up your gooch and let us see if you clean Femilex it. poultice. I've got me. <laughs> All right. This is nothing about that that you didn't see, listener. It's Eli's face of disdain until he's at the end. He goes, oh, no, I will jump in on this. I do like this. And I did a little cognification thing. thing. Yeah, I liked it. Right, let's eat this fucking thing. Mm, Right about the biscuit. Yeah. Mm, Thanks. Even more toffee, obviously. Mm. That is quite nice. Do you you like it better than the original or less? Mate, oh, I don't know. It's different. Much more toffee-y, I'd say. That's fine. I'm not getting any salt, really. Not really. But I'm guessing that's just the flavouring. Oh, it's got... It's got um, a bit of spoff in the middle. It's got some spoffy stuff in the middle. It's nice, isn't it? Mm. Kind of just, I like that better. Just dribbles into the back I of your like tongue. I like the slight mm. chew on, on the inner. Slight chew on it, which is nice. Right, next. Now, these... Now, oh. uh, the donor of all of this, Jack, did not care for these. Sunshine Coast Strawberry and Cream. Oh, no, he said they're surprisingly good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, so it looks like a... I, I believe it looks like a Tim Tam. Obviously, a chocolate one. Well, but it's this a Tim time... Tam. It is a Tim Tam. It is a Tim Tam. Yes. Let's be clear. There'll be photos of these, by the way. It's everybody. a Tim Tam, but this one hasn't got a chocolate centre. It's got a strawberry centre, strawberry and cream centre. I think that's the major difference. Maybe but it's still slightly, chocolate. Maybe it's like a darker biscuit. Paul, can I just warn you? When you tried something which was chocolate and a fruit flavour last week, you had a little bit of a gaggy. So just be aware, this is a chocolate and strawberry, which you don't like, yeah? Well, maybe this one is surprisingly good. Oh, Oh, it smells like Neapolitan ice cream. Sniff that. Oh, it so totally does. Yeah, doesn't it? Mate, you've been so on point with your flavour identification. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't want to boast. I'm so weird. You really got it, got yeah. on a roll this week. Yeah. Yeah, it, it smells exactly like Neapolitan ice cream. I'm going in for a bite. That's fine. I'm not a big fan of strawberry, and it doesn't, but it's not horrible. The weakest of the three, I'd say. Yeah. It's that artificial strawberry flavour. Yeah. You don't really go for that. Um, it's like strawberry milk tastes like that as yeah. well. Do you know oh, that? yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh, mate, we're on form today, <laughs> aren't we, love? Okay, so that is the Tim Tams. Mate, I know I I'm going to... I preferred gonna... the salted caramel one. I'm going to do something to end this segment on a fucking bang. I'm going to have a bit of everything in my mouth at once. Here we go. Now, I'll, I'll feed you. All right, yeah, you just feed it all in my mouth. Okay. All the crisps at once. Careful then, not to get any on the sofa. And then here's my biscuits, and I'm going to take a bite of the biscuits. One, two, three... Paul Gannon, for science, are going to put the whole of Australia in his mouth. Here we go. So, what's this? I'm building you a stack. Yeah. Have you washed your hands, by the way, before yes, you start? I wash my hands a lot, Paul. Yeah? In all honesty. Am I not at least fair to I have, ask that? I have washed my hands, yes. Thank you. Right, so this is all the Smith scripts lined up now. And Great. I'm gonna, now I'm moving, moving on to the Red Rock Deli, Chris. I'm just going to add this one for time because you're taking forever, mate. <laughs> no, people love this. You so, said entertain them. That's what you said. Come on. So, right. Here we go. The pile is building. You missed one. You missed the farty one. I haven't missed the farty one. I put that on. I put that on. You have not. It's this one here. This one. That is not that one, Paul. That is that one. That is not. Yeah, Yeah, I'm right. I'm right. Get All right, go on. Put it on. Fart spray one. Put it on. Big juicy fart spray one on here. Right, here we go. Oh, it's redolent of fart spray. Is that all the crisps now in a pile? Yes. Yeah, right. Here we go. All the crisps. And then you're going to put the chocolate right on top. You've got to put the crisps afterwards once I've got this down to a mulch. Okay. All right? It's got to get mulchy before I get the chalk in. Don't be careful you don't choke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's good. He's fed them all in. Oh, 
Paul has fed them all in. Not much waste. He's wasted a, a tiny fragment of a crisp, and he's gonna. He's 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 on the mulching process. The long road to mulch. <laughs> no, don't try to talk, Paul. Keep it keep it all crunching down. You got to get chocolate on top of that. You got to get Tim Tams up that. In my hot opening. Yeah, in your hot opening. Yes. God, my... Is it down? Is it down? What does it taste like? I've got a crunchy crisp in my mouth. It tastes like everything. That's good. It so it's like an like everything, everything crisp. Right, let's get the jockers in. A bite of this. A bite of that. I don't know why you're doing this. A bite of this. Entertainment. This is horrible. It's fine, though. He's, he's actually having a nice time. He's like a pig in shit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> What's he laughing about? <laughs> Did you like the pink slit on the iTeam tab? Oh, there's a wave of them. Oh, like it's a Willy Wonka's factory in me gob. <laughs> I'm getting waves of dicking followed by Bell Sandwich. Uh, waves of dicking? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I feared. Paul is choking. Waves of dicking, then, you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> He is spewing, ladies and gentlemen, Ugh. spots of wet crisp all over my fucking face. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Social distance, my friend. It was bizarre. I I got a wave of chicken, then chili, and then chocolate came in. Fragment. I got a fragment <laughs> on the telly. I'm sorry. I'll clean it up in a minute, right. mate. That's how you do an end segment to the show. That is not the that's end. That's entertainment, That's mate. not. It wasn't. I found it quite sort of weird. Oh, something to do in it. Oh, God. That was the most amazing thing I've done with my mouth in years. Apart from Gary, eh? Apart from Gary. <laughs> he, he should make an appearance. Who, the guy who wrote the letter? No, Gary. Last week you said, oh. I've had worse things in my mouth. Oh, this guy was Gary. Gary. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. he should turn oh, I can't up. Can't do that. He's, no. he, I bet he's northern and he's got like a fetid. No, it he's... must be the worst thing he's got. So he's got like proper venereal disease, which like leads right, to. We need to. He's, take... <laughs> he's got. We... He's got like. He's got pubes like a like a thatch, Eli. like a green thatch. <laughs> Eli, here comes Gary. Eli, yes. I need to take a break because I feel really, Fine, really nauseous have a... <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'll, get you, I'll get you a glass of water. A glass of water. Okay, come on. We'll see you after the sound see effects. See you after this, boys and girls. Bye. It's time for... Go, 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 the the threat of violence hovers above me, ladies and gentlemen, because I could have easily have interjected there and sold you off for being a naughty little monkey it, but, boy. Uh, but unfortunately, you're wielding an inflatable Snapple bottle, which you have already agreed and stated that you will force into my face. I will FaceTime you. You will force into my face your I'll big Snapple bottle. I'll FaceTime you with your big, and big so, sweaty Snapple bottle. I feel threatened as a result. I, I don't gotta feel go, I gotta go, guy. Who was... No, I'm working on something. I'm working on something. So he goes, Gun Gold Games, Guns Gold Games, who is he? Guns Gold Games, right? <laughs> no, that was just a practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. 
I'm going to really enjoy All I do is wait for it. I will give it some now, okay? Oh, I want a hot opening. Oh, it's Gallicogay, This is fucking awful. And you're an awful human being. It's games, games, games. What's the game we're playing today on Gallicogay Games, Paul? Today we are playing a game called Tough Luck. Um, it's interesting. I saw this in a charity shop. It's by Seven Towns Limited, uh, who made it for Peter Pan Playthings. Now, Peter Pan made loads of great and interesting toys throughout the 80s. Such as? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we featured a few of them on the show Have in the we? past, but I can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember. But They're they, good with plastic. They made board, board games and, like, toy board games. Oh, did they do know? Mousetrap and things no, like that originally? No, no, no. no? They did. It's uh, that kind of thing, though, with a toy aspect. A thing that's. Do you one know thing I, mean? I can tell you, they did because I I bought this for Stuart Ashens for his channel. Uh, but it was one of those books that you slide into a calculator and you play a quiz on it. Oh yes, so those. you know what I mean, like a computer quiz show. That's you what I mean. The they were answers. on the more sort of high tech end of the board game. They're market. on the more kind of experimental toy. Right. Yeah. rather than board games thing. Yes. But, um, you know, we've, we, at some point we'll probably do a proper breakdown of Peter Pan toys because there's some interesting stuff there. And now this isn't actually a, go- a board game. No, this is a weird... Oh, I get it. It's a game I saw in a charity shop. And when I went online, there was an interesting mix of views upon it. Some people saying it was good, some people saying it was awful, but most people saying it's famous for one thing, and that is the tough look... What's they, what do they call it? Ballomatic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ballomatic. It's this red tube, but it has this nice device. It's more of a... It's more of a is it a tube? It's got a lid on. It's like a, it's big a plastic helmet. Beaker. It's a tube with a helmet. It's a plastic beaker full of it's balls. Ca- oh, that's <laughs> a massive problem. <laughs> that's a massive problem. Paul, we're going to have to stop the recording and pick up all this. your balls. Oh, oh no. Hang on. For sake. Hello there, we're the normals. We really are quite sane. But we go blank bunkers when we play this game. Bong, bong, bunkers. It's Radios Bunkers. First I go forward six, then I go ten back, then I go forward four and score. I think he's gonna crack. Bong, bong, bunkers. It's Radios Bunkers. Bunkers is never the same game twice because the board's always changing. Next I go forward three, then I go back to start, and then I score and win the game. I think he fell apart. Bong, bong, bunkers. It's Radios Bunkers. It's never the same game twice. From Milton Bradley. Yes, it's Gannon's Golden no, Games. Gannon's no, Golden Games. Who was you? Are I am you? Are Gannon's Golden Games? I'm fucking grab your. Ign- no, you grab what? You bite my penis? No, what do you bite it. We this go is, around the back. This is going to be a non-penis are insult. It? Are you going to go around the back? I might go around the back. Are you going to sew up my arsehole? I might. And I then might. put me in a blancmange farm. What? <laughs> Gannis Gold Games! Gannis Gold Games! Who are you? Are we? Are you? Are Gannis Games! Let's play Gannon's Golden Games, Paul. We had a little mishap, we should say to everyone. Yeah, I, I scattered... You had a mishap. I scattered my balls across the floor. Totally, and we spent... A good ten minutes. On our knees, gathering your balls up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Now, I'm going to shake these again with my thumb on the lid yes, this time. Secure it. To mix it all up. So, this game is fundamentally a gambling game crossed with a kind of bingo aesthetic. The game involves this little red plastic toy that I shook about, and it's got this mechanic to it where when you pull up the lid ever so slightly and then drop it down and then pull it back up... It feeds a ball up through the, the top. There we go. There, goes there we yeah, go. Well. Yeah, there we go. So, And it is quite an ingenious little design, and people like that, do they? And lit- they yeah. They just want that. But uh, the why sto- would a no. serious collector just want that and not the rest of the guns? The, the story goes is that 
this little, I don't know, lottery ball device. Selector. This, uh, it's selector, a randomizer. A random ball selector toy yes. was uh, made by two guys and they just didn't have a board game to go with it. And so somehow this got married to this kind of gambling bingo thing that we got going on simply because you can use the randomized balls as part of the game. It's like a dice, isn't it? Yeah. There are a 25 white coloured balls in here. Yeah, we should know. Yeah, we fucking do now, actually. We've been on our hands and knees gathering them up. There are three black balls. Some of them got quite dusty. Yellow balls and one, uh, five Oh, right. Have you started balls. to explain how to play this to me no, now? I'm just telling you what's in here. And we shake it don't up. Don't shake as, it. And as Careful. We, and as we, you don't have to shake it. No one can see inside it. It's. I'm shaking it to random. It's opaque. I'm shaking it, right, to randomise all the balls. Because I put off. them in red, then yellow, then shake black, it, and, and the numbers, didn't it... I? Because oh, I'm going to... That's it. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't. Come on. I'm doing a fake walkout. No, don't You're do a fake. with me. There's nowhere to go. Oh, I'm going for a walk. Oh, oh what? That sounded like a horse you were going walking off on. Was it Pegasus? <laughs> it's... Sauce. <laughs> Brown sauce. That's Pagasaurus's voice, is it? Brown sauce. You go off then, fly off. He's doing a fake fly off. (laughs) There he goes, flapping through the sky. (sighs) Bye. (sighs) Oh, Pegasaurus. (laughs) I've got a splinter in my foot. Ah! Oh, my God. You need... Oh, young man, you'll need sauce for that. Look under my ear. You'll find a brown patch of sauce. Apply it to your foot. When you're loud, stand away from the mic. I don't understand how five years in you don't know this yet. Oh, very rude, young man. He's doing it again. Explain the game to me, Paul. Have you got a splinter in your foot now? I did. I somehow got a splinter in my foot off the floor, and it went real deep in. I had to pull it out and it was really long. And, and then hurt. what did you do? You pulled it out, it was really long. <laughs> you gave it a shake. Did a little pearl shaped ball of spunk come out? Did it? <laughs> As you twist the shaft. So. It, it, little pearl. In this game. Blubbles. <laughs> in, in, the, in, in this game, the aim of the game is to get a line of five across your plastic grid. Roger. So the game comes with these little plastic grids with 25. We both have a plastic grid. It's got a little pound symbol. And it's a, it's a grid of 25, Paul. They're all numbered there. Little dimples. Yeah. Come on, mate. <laughs> it was 25. My balls fell out and I got a splinter. Peter Pan. Nice branding on the, on the, the game tray. The game's called Tough Look. And the idea is you've got to fill up a line of five. On your game tray. tray. Vertically or horizontally. Oh, you didn't tell me that before we started. I did. Right. Okay. I, I, no, I definitely did. No, you said you did. had to be across here. I didn't. That's I said what, you had oh, to make like a line of... Oh, it's like Blockbusters. Without the questions and with who gambling. Did, who wrote the Blockbusters theme? Was it... <sighs> Jacques Earth. <laughs> hey, oh, cool, nice stolen character from On The Hour. Great. Mm. So, the idea is, is that you have to get a line of five, and you do that by gambling for balls that come out randomly from the system, right? Who goes first? Object. The first person to complete a straight line of five balls in either a vertical, horizontal, or dire- diagonal direction on his or her board is the winner. Each player is given £60,000. We've been given that, Eli. I've got the pound. Dotted it up between £1,500 and £10,000. I've got all denominations. All the denominations. Uh, and Tough it says, luck bank. 
They haven't gone. They haven't, the design is minimal. It's minimal. It's, you get the gist of it. It's fake money, Not like even Monopoly. Double-sided. No, well, the Monopoly wasn't, was it? Wasn't it? Don't think so. So you know, don't you throw shit at fucking this when Monopoly's been doing it for years. I hate Monopoly. I hate. We're never. Just so you know, ladies we'll and gentlemen, never, we'll never we're do never it. playing Monopoly on cheap show. We'll not. It, well, it's we're never doing it. Golden games. It's, it's, just, it's just dreary, boring, misery, stress game that makes someone angry and friendships can be ruined yeah, or it ruins shit. the whole tone of the night. Or oh, people get bored. Well, yes, yes, but you know why? Because on a more technical level, yeah, it's much harder to come from behind when when you're playing. Monopoly. If someone gets out ahead first, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a fun game to play. So that just, by definition, is not as fun as a game where no. you can overtake people. Yeah, no, it's just all boring. Because once old you've bought crap, all the places, you just boring yeah, you just boring old crap, old Good. shit, old boring old bollocks. And anyone who likes Monopoly and thinks it's the best game in the world is fundamentally No one does. They're selling wrong. it. You know how they sell it now is would they do it with those skins so it gets a Star Wars skin or it gets yeah. a, that's oh, the only reason. Oh, you see the Ghostbusters Monopoly? You're going to get it. So no. someone with no imagination no. goes, oh, my little Johnny likes Ghostbusters. I'll get him the Ghostbusters Monopoly. Here you go, little Johnny. I do not like Monopoly, Papa, and I shall tell you with all of my disdain how much of a failure you are as Papa, Papa. Daddy, Daddy, banish Daddy. I banished. Let's go nowhere. <laughs> right. I was going to say Dick Titty. Yeah, you know what? That's why I decided to pull yeah. out that one. Because I knew it could have gone yeah. to some very yeah, unpleasant very places. very bad. You started it. Just read the rules. I'm very mystified. I know I have to get five in a row. So, one way or another, we've both got 60 grand. That's as far as we've got, Paul. Right. Okay. Explain the golden game of Ganon. I'll go through it as we go. So, there are two stages of play. Stage one, complete two rounds. Each player ending his stage with two numbered balls on his or her board, right? How so do we do that? Well, you just pull the machine and you get a ball out. And if it's like two, you put it in the two grid. If it's 18, you put it in the 18 grid, it's right? Grid, the grid, the dimple. The grid the is the whole thing. Yeah. It can't be a grid if it's one dimple, Five by can five it? grid. Yeah. You put it in a dimple. In the grid, not in the two grid. That's not a grid. That would be a little a grid there. Put it in the dimple in the grid. Is that all right? <laughs> Put it in the dimple in the grid. I will put it in the dimple in the grid. Right, well, then we'll put it in the dimple in the grid. Okay. And you have to make a line of five. Now, you can only do that by randomly taking balls from this and filling it out. But as we get past the first two rounds, then it becomes a kind of gambling game where we have to bid, auction the ball that's revealed so we can try and get a so what, line so, of five. <laughs> sound like crazy frog. They do, though. They do, don't they? Right, so, round one. I, I don't explain... I don't understand the auctioning mechanic. We'll get to it in a minute, okay. all right? Round one is Let's, very simple. Should we do round one, then? Round one is very simple, we gonna okay? Play, we're going to have a timer for this, or No, because this will get... That's take, not like a take standard long, Ganon, game. Golden Gang. All right, well, then we'll do it. No, we'll fine. Do... Fine, no timer, All fine. right, because one of us might win this very quickly. If it looks like it's going to drag on, I'll just cheat, all right? No cheating. I'll cheat That somehow. goes against the very essence of Ganon's Golden Games. Doesn't. I've cheated many times playing Ganon's Golden Ooh, Games. And that's why you've got such a, a winning record. No, I don't. You have a better winning record than me, I think. No, no. You totally own me. Do you remember I on yeah, 22B Baker Street and I totally moved into the but path because, of the detective? No, that's uh, Scotland Yard you okay, did that. sorry. But you fundamentally misunderstood the rules. Okay. It's like, hey, here's the part of the round where I show myself where I am on the board. Oh, it's between two police officers yeah. owned by me. I didn't understand the mechanics of the game fully. It wasn't the greatest game to play because it's a very visual game and you right, need to so see I the map. Right, so I shake my shaker. I get no. a pearly dew drop appearing in the meter's hole. It says here... 
play. Each player plays 10 grand into a common pool, which will increase as the game right. proceeds and eventually be taken by the winner. I've Does that mean grand. overall winner? All right, he's putting 10 grand in. Slam your money down, mate. Put two fives. Slam your money down and pound it all around. Pound. Slam your money down and pound it all around. Ziggy Ziggy. It's the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, on his or her t- turn on round one. Um, Who goes first? The youngest. Youngest, so which is you. me. Takes a ball out, place it on the number pocket in his or her ball. Shall we grid? Shall we, shall we do this? What are those correlates Corresponding for? to the ball number on the ball. Now, you ignore any coloured balls that come out in this round because it's for stage two. So if it pops out, you put it back in the shaker. All right. So we can only remove a white ball. Yes. I'm okay. going to go first. Because you're youngest. Careful when you shake it because we don't want another repeat of the disaster that no, preceded I made, this. I know. It was a big... You totally spewed balls all over living room. Here we, we go. We were on our hands and knees... Listener, we were on our ha- literal. I mean, people who are watching the video of this, top tier Patreon people, will have seen you and me on, on our knees looking for balls. <laughs> <laughs> like truffle hounds. I will never, ever get bored of toilet humour. Come I on. I won't. That's what I do. P- produce a ball. Here we go. The ball is being. I like the sunk action on this. In- you don't you, have to pull, pull it halfway up. up or halfway. It's like a big knob, isn't it? It is. It's like jerking a knob. It's not like jerking it's a knob. It's very reminiscent of jerking a big blocky red knob. It's not. Well, I don't. I've, uh, tough mate. luck, it says. Tough knob, it should be called. It's, not called... <laughs> it's what they called tough mug. That's what it should be called. Well, tough mug. I don't get the whole naming convention for things that are tough. So you get tough cheese. Yeah. yeah? Cheese is a nice thing. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? You want the cheese to be good, but yeah, it's but not. You don't it's want tough. The tough cheese because it's gone off. Yes. Okay. So that's that. We then you really have... don't have time to talk about Tough titty. You know yeah. tough titty? Yeah. That's because you want the titty to be nice and soft, don't you? <laughs> because of that, I just you think do. it's a... But then what's the other one, Paul? You tell me. What's the other one? Tough, tough shit. Tough shit. Shit's not good. You don't want the shit to be anything. No, compacted. It'd probably be more swallowable if it was tough because you could get it down. Do you know what I mean? Get it down what? Your throat if you had Why to eat it. Why are you having it? a shit in the... God. And then there's tough luck. And tough love. No, but tough love means something else. What yeah, I'm saying, so, are these all synonyms? Yeah, no, tough love is the same thing. It's no, a, it's not. It's hard love. No, it's not. Tough hard love shit, is when... Hard and titties. When someone, hard look. Tough hard love is when you treat someone mean to, to, to teach them to a lesson them about keen. love. Yeah. That's, uh, tough love, you know. It's like a billionaire who insists that their just said, children power, work, work summers. Let's name all the where we're tough in. Tough tough that. And I go, all right, tough love. He goes, oh, not that one. Not that one, that's not allowed. Paul, are you telling me? Zippy Paul. says that's not allowed. <laughs> it, George. No, uh, Paul, you're telling me. George, what, what Listen. do balls taste like? Oh, well, Zippy, I don't know Zippy. I've never tasted balls. He's lost it, everybody. Uh, right, you, George. Tough now. love is, t- is a different term. All of these terms I'm about to say, Paul, all, all are in the same camp. Tough titty. Yeah. Tough cheese. Tough luck. Tough nuts. They all mean the same thing. No, a tough nut is different. It's a tough nut to crack, isn't it? Yeah. That's when you were hard. You were like, I'm a tough nut. I'm a walnut. I'm a right. fucking it's tough. I'm double hard walnut. I'm and t- I've got a fucking shiny bunce, just like a nut. I'm a Brazil nut, what rises to the top and, and smells of camel piss. Absolute I nonsense. always thought Brazil nuts smelt of camel piss, me. They've got a very straw, straw, pissy smell, camel nut. <laughs> I'm glad you're having fun today. Shut up. We haven't I'm drawn to make... a ball yet. Draw your ball. Right, here we go. I'm pulling the plunger. It's the phallic plunger. It's going up. Oh, I've got a yellow. That goes right back in. That's like in. wee-wee coming out the wee-wee that hole. That goes right back in, that one. Oh, it just goes bottom. in. Okay. And then another one comes up the top. Oh, it's oh, white. It is white. It is. Does it matter? No, it's the number nine. But you can, dot. you can play it anywhere? Or do no, you have, you have to, to put one? it in the nine divot. Oh, you have to go so, follow the number. Now, I'm you this now. put a... I'm getting this now. 
Where's that little white bag of the pellets? Pellets. The white pellet bag. Where's the pellet? Where's the pellet? Here's the pellet you bag. You got the pellet bag. You put a pellet in your grid, so Why? you know it's like battleship. So you know where I've put a thing on the board. So you and can... I know that the pellets are are your ones. Yeah. Okay. So you've gone there. Okay. Right. So Eli, now I have to produce a ball. Pull a ball out. What do I do? Just push lift it down it again, and then push it down. It's got a lovely. It's got a lovely action. No, you got to pull it up, and then there Here we go. One. What is it? 24. 24 he puts it in. Put so it in my, put it in my dimple. Right, my turn again. We both do it twice. Right. You've got a, you got your pellet out. Right, here we go. I'm pulling the ball out. You've got a pellet in place. Oh, and it is the number eight. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Give me a pellet for Oh, the that's good. Eight. That's eight and nine, which means I only need to get six, seven, and ten. I don't understand what I'm trying to do. It doesn't matter because it's random. So here's yeah. my second ball. Here we go. And he pushes the plunger. I still can't get it to come out on the first time. Uh, you got to give it, really you gotta, work it for you a You've got to work minutes. the shaft for a bit, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to tell me you got to work like the hot red shaft. It's totally like a it's knob. It's not. It only looks like a knob look if your dick looks ball. like a camera lens. Look. Yeah, look, we can kind of see it looks... Well, kind of? It's I, a total knob. It's not a total knob. You're a total knob. <laughs> I've got a yellow ball that goes straight back in. Straight back in. So when you pull the plunger up, there should be a gap at the sides to slide it back in. <laughs> Anatomically correct. It's like watching... Don't you dare say something about anything about my manipulation of objects. It's like your stay-puff marshmallow man hands. <laughs> Fuck off. Down there, in Yeah, there. and then when you pull it down, it should have a ball in its place. It certainly does. And what is it? That is the six. Oh, I need the six. Yeah, you bastard. There you go. No, that's five. You bastard. All right, they looked similar from a distance. Right, and I put right now we've reached... We've, this is the end of the boring bit, I hope. I hope, yeah, it is. Now we go on to round two. From the start of round three, <laughs> the ball drawn by the player does not automatically belong to him or her. Apart from black and yellow balls, all other balls will be auctioned. By who? The player who draws the black ball has to return one of their numbered balls to the pot. So if you draw a black one, you, you lose one, one off your back. board. Okay. Right? Uh, the black ball plays no further part in the game, so that means it's not the black balls aren't added back to the tube, only the white ones. Yeah? The black balls. And the yellows. Yeah. The player who draws a yellow and the ball... the reds. What about the reds? Well, I'm going to tell you. The player who draws a yellow ball receives 10 grand from the pool, and it, retain, and it retains oh, in it word. the new unnumbered area of his or her ball. Sorry? The yellow... Oh, it just, it, just, it just means I don't get a yellow ball, and the ball gets pulled out of the game, so all yellow and black ones don't go back into the pot ones they're drawn. What right? do they do, then? They, well, the black one means you have to take a number off your board. And what does the yellow one do? It you means just you get 10 grand. There. Then you got 10 grand. You get 10 grand you get for drawing 10 a yellow. Grand. Yeah. Which means it's better That's for your gambling pool, part. by the way. Yeah. Unless it's the bank. I'm going to move the bank because it's... No, you take it from the bank. You take the money from the bank. No, it's just said make, take it from the pool. Did it? Yes. All right, from the pool but then. See, fuck's sake. But What's the difference between the, the bank and the pool? Well, the pool... There is no bank. There's only a pool. Numbered and red balls are bid for. Right. Right? How? Because the red ball is basically a joker. It can be anything. So you can use a red ball to fill in the gap. Right? Stop touching the table, you fucking chunky-handed nimrod. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, oh, a red I ball, like that. A red ball acts as a joker must be placed immediately on the player's board in any numbered pocket hit of their choice. Once placed, the red ball can only be replaced if you pull out the number ball that you want it to be. It's like if I put it in one. Okay, so it works like a blank in Scrabble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apart from an open auction, which takes place when you draw a ball, if you have one last space you have to fill in a line, that has to be a blind auction. So if you know you've got five to get... I still don't understand how the auction works. Well, how am I auctioning? Trading. Don't we need other people and, like, someone... Hang on, it's, hang on. The highest bidder takes the ball. So we just gamble. So if you go, I want that ball, I'm going to put 10 grand in. I go, I want, I'll put 15 in. And then you go, well, I don't have enough money or that's too hot for me. And you don't take the ball and I win That's it. That's two. What? So Look, with the person who Let's just go through it bit by bit. It's money. my go, right? So I'm going to draw a ball and then, depending on the number value of it, 
we bid for who wants it Why more. Why do you go first? I am. <laughs> Here we go. This is uh, twenty-three. Right. So you have you could do with twenty-three, but I this don't know. Next to one of these. So, so uh, I say what? You you have to put down. Uh, what's your first bid? Well, doesn't the, the auction master has one to go, pound? I'm what, a thousand. A thousand. You have to do it. In, you can, a thousand is your first bid for the first person. So I'm going to say I want that for a thousand. Do you want twenty-three more? If so, you can go a thousand or two thousand. I'll go five. Uh, so that means I have to do more than five, or do I just put another one on? I'm going to do another one. I've, that's now seven grand in the pot. It shouldn't be in the pot. We're just bidding. How are we meant to bid? This is this put is. We put it down. Put the cash down. Then it goes. You haven't in. done seven. And that goes into you've the pool. You put two in. I know. You put five, and I've put one on top of that. Do I have to put another five on top of that? Basically, of course you do. Oh, I don't know gambling because I'm not a fucking. It's an reprobate. auction pool. Oh my word. Right. In that case, yeah, I'll put five. I'll put six grand down. Five right, and put a it six. at your side of the fucking right. table because it's not all. It all goes in the same. It doesn't pot. go in a pot. That's that's when you play poker or something. It goes in a pot. Right. Okay. Well, then well, do this that. is an auction. You're bidding. You don't have to pay it if you lose the auction. Do my You don't pay it. I will do your bidding. Does it involve a rim job with around the world? <laughs> yeah, but I just want to go around right, the world. Can I do it in a Hessian sack? Yeah, I want to go full Palin. I want to go around the world. You know what around the world is? It's when you give him a blowy and then rim job or something. Oh, at the same time? Like a rusty trombone? I don't know. It's one of those old terms. Is it a rusty trombone? It's one of those. when there's a, Whenever there's a joke about prostitution in like an old film, they... Well, it's one of the services offered. Oh, but I never me, found out what it was. She took me for a wink and around the world. Or yeah, whatever, or yeah. what? No, but it's like, I guess it's just everything, isn't it? I guess it's, it's like you can everything. have a feel of the tits for a fiver, spoff in my hand for <laughs> 15. But for the full job is around the world. Yeah, you can go around the world for a 20 quid. Vaginal intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be. Or oh, you might be really into armpits. People are. Yeah, I know. There's back of the knee. I used to get that mag just for. Just for um, what mag? Armpit Fuckers Monthly. It's called Sweaty Helmet. It's not called Sweaty Helmet. <laughs> yes, it it's is. It's called The Pits, like your life. <laughs> Fuck off. Right. Right. So, so, put, so we've come put... up against something, Paul, here, which is a problem with us playing this week's edition of Gadden's Golden Games. You don't understand what an auction is. <laughs> no. Right, well, put your money down there, then, that you put. So you should have, you should have what? Yeah, I don't want to. Can we have someone? You're meant to be running this auction. You put... Right. I'm bidding 6,000. Right, okay, good. I don't want it, so therefore you pay that. You can't that. beat six. Right, yeah, I pay that so into you the get game. to win that ball. Okay. <sighs> right, you'll go. So I'd lose this money then, or I keep hold of it. I thought it was like poker where you put money no, into a pot. No, that's a pot. If you bid, you say I'll pay six, and then the other guy says I'll pay seven, and then he gets to buy it for seven. You don't have to then pay your six as well. What was the ball you just pulled out? Fifteen. Put it on there so we can see. Got it. any 15. interest in that? Oh. I have to auction it anyway, don't I? Yeah. So who starts the bidding? The guy who's pulled the who, who, ball. Yeah. Is it definitely... Yeah. I want to hear the rule. It literally says it starts the bidding, whoever okay. draw the ball. Yes, it does. So that means you have to put a 1,000 down at least to get it going. All right, I'll start the bidding at... Th- can I start higher than a 1,000? Yeah, if you want. I'll start at 1,000. All right, then I don't want it, so you can have that. I'll have that one. Right, my turn. I'm going to pull a ball out now. Put another pellet in 15. I'm going to put a pellet in 15, aren't I? All right, good. Next one. Here we go. Uh, Are you looking at it? You're looking... How you're, can I do it? It's random You're looking still. inside it. This is seven. Oh, I need seven. I mean, whatever. Uh, then I want... I'm going to do £1,000 on that for seven. Hang on, this is a shred a bit. A very important, enjoyable part of tough luck is buying and selling balls. <laughs> Trading is informal and continuous. Players are allowed to buy and sell any number or red balls they have on their tray, uh, except that no player was allowed to buy a ball to complete a line of five. So if I had to get one more, I couldn't buy it off you. Obviously, players selling balls keep the proceeds of the sales, so increasing their available capital for future bidding. Ah, 
So in rounds, you could ask for one of mine. We could trade off for it. I don't it. see why you need seven. I do. Because I'm going to get a line across there, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, but you can't go where someone else has been, can They're you? They're mine, you dickhead. Eight and nine. They're not yours. Here's your pellets telling me where they are. Yeah, but if you get seven, I've, I'm yeah, on Yeah, but I can end. really trade for them, can't I? So, I want seven, so I put a thousand down. Yeah, fuck it, take it. Oh, all right, fine. Easy. Easy money. Right, I'm pulling a ball out. Right. Oh, what's Eleven. That? Eleven. Oh, it's there. I don't want it. You can have it. <laughs> this is so shit. <laughs> this is the worst. Go on, you've won 11. Like oh, my go. Can you put now, a pellet in for 11 then? Yeah, I've done it. Right, mate. I want your six. I want it for 10. I'm going to give you 10 for your six. I want that six bad. Yeah, I but I decide whether I, whether I accept that or not. Yeah. Go do. fuck yourself. No. You will never you buy it. You will never. What do you mean? That's the whole point of the game. I'll go to my grave. What do you, you mean? You can't do that. Well, what does it say? The buyer is obliged. What does it, you know what I mean? It hasn't trading, made that clear. Trading is informal and continuous. Players are allowed to buy and sell any number of ball, numbered or red balls already at the ball matic except that no player is allowed to buy... Red, red. Only the red ones you can sell. Numbered and red, it okay. said. So the only ones you can't trade are the, the ones that you need to complete your row. Yes. So I want yeah, but I, six for I, I, I'm not going to be selling that. <laughs> How about that? Obviously... Obviously, players selling balls keep the proceeds of the sale. You cannot purchase. Mate, the well, ball. then I'm fucked. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be trying to fucking buy balls off me. Well, then, then I want you? 15. Because six is. You said you're going to keep six. I want 15. You can't. I'm not selling no, any balls. No, you have to sell. What do you mean you're not? I don't. I ne- where, read me where it says the buyer has to sell when he's made a, uh, an offer. It's informal. When a player asks for trading to begin, the other player must meet the I first match hand me bid. that. You nah, are so lying. Good acting, Paul. Trying to pretend that he's reading. It's quite hard, isn't it, to make it sound like you're reading. Yeah. But I you, did a good job, though, failed. didn't I? No, I didn't. No, I knew you. It's I the, the other player. So what might. you're saying is I can't complete that line at all during this game because you refuse to sell me anything. Well, I might get into a position where I want one of yours. Then we can talk business. All right. <laughs> okay. That's fair enough. Why would I sell you? In that case, fine. I'll draw a ball draw instead. Draw a ball. Take your 10 grand back. I didn't take your filth money. 17. You have to bid a thousand. I'm going to bid a thousand then for seventeen. Doesn't say what happens if you don't want the I'll number bid ball. Two, two. You can have it then for that. Right there, you go. He wins that. Eli, you're the next to shake the balls. Stick your thing in seventeen. Right, pellet. Seventeen. My pellet is in seventeen. Oh, I'm going to produce a, a pair ball. ball. Isn't this thrilling? Isn't it's it a really thrilling hot. game? Tough Tw- luck. Twenty. Twenty. There. Do you want twenty particularly? <sighs> Do you want 20? Do you want 20? How much are you going to pay for 20? I have to bid a grand. I'm just going to say 20 then. This is terrible. In the back of my head, what, this game? Yeah. Yeah. Really bad. It's not clear. I think with more players, then the sales makes more sense because, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're trying to beat... Do you see what I mean? Yeah, but it's not like... If I'm trying to beat you, why would I ever help you? But also, it says things like, if a ball is not bid for, it goes to the player who draws it. I should have read that bit first. We did have to pay all that money for balls we didn't want. Oh, fuck. Well, from this point on, then, we just no, will take a ball. No, you've got to take your grand back for all those balls. No, we'll keep, it, we'll keep the grand in. That's fine. Oh, this is fucked And you now. get to have 20 now, don't you? That's good. You get money back for the balls that we shouldn't have picked. You've got no clue how an auction works, do you? I've watched bargain hunts. <laughs> I've watched bargain hunts. They don't do that. Right. Right, from this point on, we're good. Right, your go. Have you record? Are you recording again? Yes, I'm still. I've not stopped recording. Okay, we're 28 minutes deep into this, and half the time we've taken had up a... with you discussing the words "tough nut." Right. So what's happening now? Your ball. Pull a ball out. We found out, ladies and gentlemen, that you don't. 
have to pay the grand that you bid if you no. If, the if ball. no one wants the ball, then it's just draw. Just take red ball. The... Right, that could be anything you want, mate. So where would you like? You've got to leave it on this auction plate. You don't know where you're going to put it, but how do you want it? How much do you want that red ball? Do you need that red ball? You want that red ball, don't you? Come on, you want that shiny red ball, Mr. Silverman? You're going to bid for it? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty grand. Oh, it's a bit rich for Mr. Gannon. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Let me think. What have I got? One, two. I'll, I'll, if I do, can I match 20 or do I have to do 21? 21, don't I? Yeah. 21. How about that? 30. Oh, right, you win. <laughs> I didn't want it in the first place. I just wanted you to pay a little bit of blood money, didn't I? A little I'm bit of danger cash. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Looks like someone's going to be having to get that six or ten up sometime soon, I aren't they? Isn't yeah. it funny how the rules work, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, how the, the tectonic plates of this game shift. <laughs> Come on. Produce a pearl-like pre-cum nugget. I have drawn 25. Oh, that's nice. That would go there. That would help you fill that bottom line up potentially, wouldn't it? Yeah, could, couldn't it? Mm. I'm going to put down for this. I don't know. I'm not going to be crazy. Five. I'm going to set off a five for that. How are you doing? Oh, he's too rich. <laughs> you just got to pay for it. No, remember, we don't because you didn't want to bid for it. Ah, ha, ha, ha. All of a sudden, it's beginning to Fuck make sense, off. the machinations of this game. And uh, Mr. You Gannon's are. been playing the fool, but actually, yeah. like... Geppetto himself. He's been playing with dirty little Pinocchio in the dark. <laughs> oh, God. Non-stroke number oh, two. It's a piece of wood. Oh, it's gone on the floor again. It's a piece of wood he's touching up. It's, it's not a, a real boy, is it? No, but he becomes It's one. like a sex doll more than anything else. I've pulled out number 12. 12. Do you want 12? I don't particularly. If you want it, you can have it. I've already... No, what's that? That's 17. You had 17 in the 12, because apparently you don't know numbers. Oh, I don't want 12. Oh, then you can just take it then, because I don't want it. Right, my turn. I've got eyes. Eyes in the back of my head. I've got eyes. Eyes in the back of my head. Oh, I've got a red ball. Now, mm, what am I going to do here? Because that's 15, and that should be there. Why have you put all your balls in the wrong place? Because it's I and you haven't. Didn't know if it was above or below. It goes below. There's Otherwise, only... you'd have to put it on the plastic bit there, which oh, makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, but that only works for the top row. Mate, you, you are down... failing hard, <laughs> minute by minute in this game. And I, I've greased up and proud, and I'm about to take it all the way to Hyman Town. Suet Town. I'm gonna get that prostate. You're gonna plunge. Give it a black eye. You're gonna give it suet plunger. Right. So I want this. Are you gonna do a hairy suet plunger? I'm gonna put down uh, just one for this. Just gonna offer one. Yeah, I want. I want red. But I'm gonna start off cheeky. (laughs) Come on. No. Do you want to? Where does this go? Doesn't go anywhere. There's one there as well, isn't there? Yes. That's where my balls are. Yes. Right. So, I'm bidding one grand for that special red. Do you want that red more, Mr. Silverman? Well, look at that bottom row. Maybe you could do with a red ball there. Maybe you could do with a red ball one. Do you see that line down here? All my money. How much is that? How much is that? It's not much, is it? Nine grand. Nine grand. I will meet that nine grand and put down ten. And you can't outbid me. So I have now got a nice red ball, which is going in the ten hole. Ah, lovely, lovely, lovely. Now things get dirty. Come on, Mr. Silverman, shake your pot. What have you got? Oh, number 10. No, I got... Oh, no, because I've got 10. Ah, oh, interesting. What mm. happens there? I think... Uh, Read the instructions. It's not what you bloody think. It's never what you think. A red ball acts as a joker must be placed immediately on the player's board in a numbered pocket of his or her choice. Once placed, the red ball may only be moved if replaced by the appropriately numbered ball. 
so basically, what you can do is put it in your grid and I'd have to give yeah. you money if you wanted to put it on your grid. No, put it there. You haven't won it yet. You have to bid. <laughs> so stupid. Come on, bid for that ball. You want the number 10, don't you, to stick it to me? How much are you going to bid for 10? All my money. Nine again? Yeah. No, I'm just going to put 10 down again. because I'm stupid. 10, this game is pointless. 10. Well, right, I've won that it. ball. And then that red goes in the pot. Bosh. You know what you'll never be buying from me? What? Number 11. Now, mate, I'm going to wait this out until you're out of cash and you need, uh, otherwise you six, can't go. Because you can only get a ball if you win the money and you want it. So, mate, grab all the balls you want. What's that? 18. 18 he's got. How much do you want 18? I don't. Right, well then just, uh, what is it, 18? You have to have it. No, I don't. If you've you drawn have... it, you take it. So you put it on your grid. So I don't want it. Right, next, my put go. Put it in. This is, dear listener, this is a real letdown of a golden game. I, it's It has no interest. Oh, number five. That could go there or there, couldn't it? Where could it go? Number five. Do you want five? Do you want to bid for it? Do you want to auction it? No, you have to bid. One grand. Do you want it bad? Do you want that? How much do you want that five? I don't. You don't? Oh, I'm having it then. Thank you. Your go. Ball. Draw a ball. Do you know what gets tiresome? What? The action of this fucking thing. It's not. I'm enjoying it. It's tranquil. What ball? Dude, don't take the ball out. You haven't won it yet. Three. Do you want three? No, you can have it. (laughs) Right. I'm going to draw a ball. Put a in three. Right. I'm going to draw a ball. Put a pellet in your three. Do it for me. Oh, it's another red. Oh, what do I do with that red? Now, let me have a look. Hmm, what can I do? I know, I'm going to, uh, yeah, all right. Five for that red. Five grand, I want that red. I want it. Do you want that red? Nine. Nine? All right, cool, I'll have, you can have it. Where do you want to put it? Give me the, put the cash in the pool. Right, good. Oh, you've got two reds. That's fascinating. Well done, Mr. Silverman. And I've paid that five. All good. Now, oh, you've got no don't money. don't pay the five. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right, because I uh, let you win it. All right, okay, understand. calm down. Calm down. All right, you've got no money. Now we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to draw a ball. Okay. Yeah, let's have a little look at this. Oh, it's four. Do you want four, Mr. Silverman? No. All right, I'll just have that then. Your go, Mr. Silverman. Draw a ball. 13. 13. Do you want 13? You may. I no. don't want it. Right, my go. Put a pellet in there. Put a pellet in 13. Black ball, which means I must remove one of mine off the grid and put it back in the tube. I'm going to put in... Oh, I'm going to put the 26 in. Go, your go. What are you doing? I got You're confused. trying to cheat. I got confused. I f- He's doing very dodgy stuff. The video will show it. I can't remember what I was meant to do. That 19. Oh, I've won. What? I've won. What? I've got. I've gone across. Hey! What? Unless you want to bet, what's the, you haven't read the rules, pro- this, can I just say, this is a shit game. This is a game, this is a shit game. What, I didn't see that. Well, but, what happens when you get the one that's going to win for you? Do you still have an auction for that one? It's too late now, because you've won and I, I took my eye off the ball, so you've won. Ganners go to game, Ganners go to game. Who would you would, I would you would, Ganners go to game. No one would, games. no one would, and no one is. He's coming down the lane with Gannon's Golden Games. Who would you would, Paul would you would, Gannon's <laughs> Golden off. Games. That's it, we're over. Don't okay. fuck off.
Right, well, on that bombshell, it's goodbye what, from what us. What did you think of that? Not very good. It was maybe, be- as you said, it might have been better with more players. Yes, there'd be a bit more, more, more trading strategy. and stuff. There'd yeah, be more trading strategy. But it's 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 got gaps in its logic. Like, mm. what do you do when you don't want a ball? What do you do yeah. when uh, you need to replace it, or you've got a red in but you draw the ball? There's so many what ifs. I know. And I think what they imply in the rules is that basically, oh, you sort it out. This is the gist it's of like it. It's like free market. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. It's not a fun game. Not a fun game at all. And my, anyway. I, and my hubris was ill-founded. Yes, it certainly was. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, we are doing our 200th episode live we on the are. evening of October 9th. The big 2-0-0. 8pm UK standard time. Big style. GMT on Twitch. Daddy potato cakes. There'll be information on the website, thecheapshow.co.uk. Also, if you'd like to support this podcast for some reason on, on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash cheapshow. Give what you can, if you can, and it is deeply appreciated. And you'll have access to podcasts and videos and magazines and all sorts of and lovely stuff. Charlie Mount Fanana. <laughs> We're also on Twitter. At the Cheap Show Pod, I'm at Paul Gannon Show. Eli is Eli Snoid. E L I S N O I D is the spelling. And we do have a laugh on Twitter, so please join us and talk about the episodes there. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Uh, email us about anything you want. The Cheap Show at gmail.com. That's right. That is it. We have some lovely surprises for episode 200. Lovely. We're planning it this week. Please spread the word. Share and enjoy. We're Review going back on iTunes. Next, <laughs> next week we're going to have a little bit of the old. Um... Well, yeah, we're going to try the uh, movie review episode again. I thought we'd do that oh, next that's week. What we're doing, yeah, yeah. Well, next week, ladies and gentlemen, Die Hard Five is what we're doing. Oh. Charity shop fine, fifty p. Would you like to Die Hard? Yeah. Or they call it Angel something. Angel, angel cock. Angel cock. <laughs> I don't think it's called Angel. Isn't it called? Furry angel. angel. Do you know what Angel Cock was a um, an ill-fated idea by the Angel Delight people to do a chicken-flavoured moose? That is the disgusting <laughs> idea. Oh, angel oh, Cock. Oh, God. Chicken moose. No, what's that thing when you die with an erection? It's called angel lust. I or don't something. know. Dying with a hard-on term. A death erection or angel lust. Angel lust. Or terminal erection is a post-mortem erection. Technically, a propriasm. Observed in the corpses of men who have been executed, particularly by hanging. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> See you next week <laughs> on Cheap Show. Bye. Thank you.